It's footy tipping at its best. The smelly boot on the Darling Downs Triple M. Start a bottle mark when you need your favourite drinks delivered fast. I reckon he's got it. Yes, 21 to uh, 8, and I started at Bottle Mart around about 8.30 last night. Uh, It's Lee for breakfast, and it is time for the Smelly Boot as we welcome our tipsters. Good morning, Gov. G'day, mate. How are you feeling this morning? Yes, I'm all right. Uh, Disappointed at another one that got away, another one that should have been, like the Penrith game where we missed the kick, you know, and this one, maybe that try at the end there, if he just got the arm out a little bit further, just another game that got away from the boys. A bit of a shame, and uh, Paul Solid, Reedy, K&R Plumbing Supplies and uh, the Western Mustangs say we really missed Mitchell Moses. Yeah, we did too, didn't we, last night? But look, you know, the old saying goes, Lee, that's the that's the loss we needed to get us going again for the finals. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. Uh, the only broken back is that of Mitchell Moses's. So we haven't broken the back of the Parramatta Reels spirit. Uh, so we'll be back there again next week. All right, we've got plenty of things to unpack. Not only that clack, uh, cracker of a game last night, uh, and it was a very good game, whichever way you're looking at it. Uh, what I mean, what a beauty when we've had so many blowouts to see a game go down to the wire like that. It's exactly what every rugby league fan wants. That was a beauty. Great way to start the round. Uh, but a lot of other things happening. First of all, boys, uh, Australia decision to pull out of the World Cup. We're being slammed all over the place. What are your thoughts, uh, Solid? Yeah, it's a bit of a surprise as well, but I suppose they're, they're looking at um, all the aspects of how far do you get down the track before you decide that it's not going to happen. So, yeah, anyway, the Olympics are going ahead under you know, no crowds, no nothing. So I think it'll be a, a poor revenue-raising event, the World Cup. So, yeah, I think they've probably made the right decision. And we're not alone there. Gov, uh, New Zealand pulling out too. Absolutely. And if you look at both countries, um, the NRL has actually moved heaven and earth to try and get the uh, NRL games into a COVID-free zone. So they've moved everyone to Queensland. And then they want to have the World Cup over in England where COVID's running rife. I, yeah, I, I can't really understand why you'd want to go over there. But anyway, um, they've made the decision to keep the players safe um, and the game will recover. Let's have some players for the, the next World Cup rather than have them all crook or whatever from this one. Yep, I couldn't agree more. Uh, speaking of Queensland and COVID-safe areas, uh, we're expecting a game here in the Garden City and uh, we are waiting for that announcement to come up and whoever it is that's playing, I think it'll be well attended as we saw uh, a few, a couple of years ago, Gov. Yeah, Titans and the Dragons. It was a beauty that year. Absolute cracker, yeah. Bring the game to the bush. Like, there's plenty of people enjoy the game from out in the bush. A lot of young kids that actually get transferred, a lot from Rome, a lot from Toowoomba area. Um, they go on to play rugby league and that's all they need is some of the heroes there patting them on top of the head or just producing the goods on the track. Yep, I can remember that with Gareth Widdop doing that to my son and he signed up the next year. Uh, solid day again, that uh, that push continues and it's great to see that we might have that game. We will have that game, I think, uh, in uh, in our own backyard. We just need to sign off with the state government who actually owns the, the stadium here. Yeah, we just need a little bit of financial support there. There's a lot of infrastructure going to be brought up, mainly for the the Foxtel or the TV. It's a it's a lot of work, and that's a uh, you know I've, I've done plenty of the games, but look, it's always well supported. Just shy of eight thousand on the uh, Titans Dragons games, but some of them trial matches we've had we've had up to nearly nine thousand there. So there'll be no problem with it being in Toowoomba. It'll be a, a safe. It'll be a great event, and um, it'll be certainly, certainly well attended. All right. Uh, let's have a look at the rest of the round now. Uh, after last night's uh, absolute thriller, I uh, don't know if it's going to be quite the thriller tonight. Sydney Roosters taking on the Newcastle Knights at 6 o'clock, Sunshine Coast Stadium. Uh, which way do you see this one going, Gov? Yeah, look, Mitchell Pearce is still out, uh, and the Storm put a heap of points on the Knights last week. 
I think that's going to continue with the Roosters this week. I'm on the Roosters, solid. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Roosters. I think it might be a little bit closer than it was from last week, but yeah, I'll go with the Roosters. They're, they're going along pretty well. Up at Queensland Country Bank Stadium, North Queensland, $13 outsiders to the three Melbourne Storm. Unbelievable. Uh, at 5-8 to eight tonight, any, any chance of that being an upset, Gov? No, I don't think so. I see Tabby Wife today. The fullback's out too. I think he had a Phoenix operation during the week, so he's out. Going to be a tough night for the Cowboys. Storm I'm all the way. Yep, yeah, I'm on the Storm. Uh, solid? Yeah, the Cowboys are at sixes and sevens with their team, and the Storm, they're ticking along really well. They're putting plenty of points on everyone. There'll be no different tonight. Uh, it doesn't look like there's too many close matches to look forward to just yet because we go then to Saturday's game, Sunshine Coast Stadium, and it's the Rabbitohs, roaring favourites over the Warriors. Uh, I'm on the Rabbitohs. What do you reckon, Solid? Yeah, look, I'll go with the Rabbitohs. Bennett's got them in a real good zone at the moment. They're going along well. Their team's uh, pretty well at full strength, and yeah, no, I think they'll be too good for the Warriors. All right, so Gov? Yeah, yeah, they've got too much attack right across the park. I'll get away with this one, the Rabbits. Okay, uh, the next one uh, looks pretty much similar. Uh, we're all loving Tiger Town on uh, on Foxtel, but uh, the West Tigers, I don't know, there's going to be too much uh, to celebrate there up against the Manly Seagulls at Suncorp Stadium, 5.30 tomorrow night. I, I'm, I'm on the uh, Manly side to keep winning. What are your thoughts, Solid? Yeah, look, I'll go along with them. I see Bo Travoyevich is a back in the side. Yeah. Terry Evans, their captain's back there. So they'll put plenty on the West Tigers, who had a good win against uh, the Broncos last week. But, yeah, they won't do the same uh, defence that they'll front up against with Manly. Gov, agree with that? Yeah, look, the Tigers and the and the Broncos traded tries last week, and as Solid just alluded to, yeah, the defence is going to be a lot tougher, so Manly win this one. All right. Uh, then uh, the third game on Saturday at 7.35 Suncorp Stadium. I uh, don't know it's going to be a happy hunting ground for what isn't the home team. They're a away team against the Penrith Panthers, uh, who are roaring favourites again there. Uh, hard to see the Panthers being stopped by the Broncos, Gov. Yeah, you guys missed Mitchell Moses last night, the halfback. Nathan Cleary's still out for the Panthers, but they'll still be too good for the Bronx. They'll be miles too good, I'm afraid. Uh, what are your thoughts, Solid? Yeah, I think the Panthers, they're going along really well. They've got a really good um, team there. And look, to beat a Pangai, he's going to go from the Broncos to the Panthers. He can't play this week due to suspension. That's a funny move, but... Yeah, anyway, the Panthers, I'll be too good for the Broncos by plenty. All right, it is a replay of that famous match here, uh, the first ever NRL game in the Garden City as the St George Illawarra Dragons take on the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, the Titans got an absolute drubbing that time, but Gov, you go in as the underdogs, so uh, do you think they can still get the job done? Yeah, well, look, the suspension musical chairs continues for the Dragons. Um, I just think it's the players on the paddock give Benny Hunt a hand, they'll get away with this one. All right. Uh, go uh, solid. Uh, we know that you're obviously uh, a bit of a Titans man. Uh, you're going to stick solid with them? Yeah, I'm going to go with them. It'll be great to see Toby Sexton uh, getting an opportunity there in the halves with Ash Taylor, the local boy. So, yeah, look, I'll go with the uh, the Titans. They'll be too good for um, the Dragons. You should be dirty, uh, Gov, if uh, Bo Firma, the Dolby boy, uh, is uh, is one of the scorers on the night. Mate, he's been going all right too. He's Hasn't been, he? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's, uh, he goes well. So, yeah. Hopefully he has a good game, but just not good enough to get out of top of the Dragons. <laughs> He's a champion young fella too. We talk to him every fortnight here on the show. And Seabus uh, Super Stadium, uh, that's the Canterbury Bulldogs taking on the Cronulla Sharks. Uh, I can't see the Bulldogs getting off the bottom of the ladder this year. They've revealed their team for next year. And uh, tell you what, they're looking quite rooster-esque. Uh, it's looking a bit of a salary sombrero there at the moment. But anyway, uh, Gov, what are your thoughts on the, uh, the final game of the round? Uh, sharks or Dogs? 
Yeah, look, the Sharks gave the uh, the dogs, I should say, gave the Roosters a little bit of a rattle last week against the, uh, the Rabbitohs. They showed a little bit. I'm going to go and take some three dollars seventy and take the Bulldogs in an upset over the Sharks. Whoa, okay, okay. Uh, the Dogs of War. You'll definitely need them to be that sort of team again for that win. I'm on the Sharks. What are your thoughts, Solid? Yeah, look, I'll stick with the Sharks. The Bulldogs' best tackle last week was at half time when they yeah, Dylan Lewis. Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely mad, Lachlan Lewis. Uh, Lachlan Lewis. Yeah, yeah. So, look, I'll go at the Sharks. I think they'll be too good for the Bulldogs. Extraordinary, that. And that really cost them the game. I think they, you know, they were in a... Shades in a of the King position. and Wally and uh, Mark Geyer. Well, it was. What a... Exactly right, and apparently all he said to him was go back to reserve grade and play. I, uh, if that's all it takes to get under his skin, dear idea, they're gonna have to have some conversations around that. Anyway, uh, I'm on the Sharkies for that final game there. I, uh, so far, the top four has been pretty solid, uh, but uh, I am concerned about Parramatta staying in that top four with the run home, including games against Penrith, uh, South Sydney, the Sydney Roosters, and Manly. Uh, solid, can we can we get there? Yeah, look, I think we can. We get if we can get Mitch Moses back from his um, broken back, um, we, we've got a, a better chance. We just didn't offer anything up to take on uh, Canberra's defence last night. They showed a bit of starch in their defence for a change, and we just kept running the same old play. You know, the lead runner getting the ball and hoping to break through, and it just didn't work for us last night. Mm, well, what are your thoughts, uh, Gov? Because uh, otherwise, yeah. Melbourne, Penrith, and South Sydney are pretty much a lock. So then you're talking Parramatta, the Roosters, and Manly. Now they they run home. Well, last night, Huddleby Renora, he led the forwards. Um, Jason Young Sutton gave him a hand, and Joseph Tarpany, they bashed the Eels forwards. If you go back to the um, beginning of the year, the Dragons actually bashed the Eels forwards too, and they didn't come out of the block. So there might be something in that. So the rest of the teams, if they look at that footprint, they could just knock the Eels back out of the uh, the top eight. So, yeah, mm. interesting times. But, um, yeah, you know, the Raiders forwards had a dig last night, that's for sure. Okay. And locally solid? Yeah, we've got some great games. So we're kicking off uh, Saturday night with um, Waddles and Brothers. We'll, t- we'll kick off at Glen Ome Park, 6.30. Then uh, Saturday, also 7 o'clock out at Herbstone on Oval. This will be a cracking game. Valley's Roosters against the Gatton Hawks. And then on Sunday, 2.30 out of Curls Road, a replay of the Mats and Rasmussen final. Highfields against Gundawindi Boars. That'll be a great game. And uh, court to three, Sunday afternoon, Newtown Lions take on Southern Suburbs Tigers. And that's the opportunity as well. We've got a home game. The Wagner's Mustangs will be taking on the Northern Pride out of Jack Martin Oval as part of that Newtown South Stay, and it kicks off at 11.30 for the Mustangs. So great opportunity to see our local representative team in action. Head out to Newtown on Sunday. Brilliant. All right, let's get out and support the local rugby league, and don't forget to start at Bottle Mart uh, when you need your favourite drinks delivered fast. And for 50 bucks to spend at Bottle Mart, all you need to do is to tell us on one triple three five three which two teams uh, have pulled out of the World Cup. Which two teams have pulled out of the World Cup? One triple three five three. Give us a call right now. You're with Lee for breakfast. The Darling Downs 864. Triple M. Enjoy the footy. Go to $3.70, doggy. <laughs> Get out. It's 10 to 8. My favourite time of the week is we get to talk all things food and we do it with Dine Darling Downs, Kristen O'Brien. Good morning. 
Good morning, Lee. It's a nice and chilly Friday morning. <laughs> oh, it sure is. Boy, oh boy, the last couple of days. And look, we've been talking about warming up. We've been talking too about the positive resurgence happening around the Toowoomba CBD. And we saw it firsthand the other day. We'll talk about that coming up uh, in another episode soon. But there's some new shops opening, some eateries, a recent renovation of the Tats Hotel. looks amazing. Yep. Uh, the Brew House. We talked about an awesome new bar there in Margaret Street that's proving very popular. Now, you've got another spot to tell us about it's opening this weekend well i sure do and if you're a fan of authentic asian cuisine which i know you are lee then you're simply going to love this place it's called karen arm and it's a trendy little eatery in margaret street and it'll be open this weekend so this place is tiny it only seats about a dozen or so diners inside but outside there's some tables and chairs on the footpath you can do a little uh, dining alfresco style there catch up with friends over delicious food and wine well, it sounds like a good idea, doesn't mm. it? <laughs> um, they are licensed uh, as well. So the idea, I guess, is to grab a selection of small plates to share with friends, a glass of wine or beer or soft drink, and then head outside to enjoy it while you sit and watch the world go by. So um, very communal style. On the menu, there's some beautiful food, traditional dumplings. There's Malaysian chicken satay, noodles, soups, and some of the best barbecue pork you will oh, ever try. Trust me, I've tried it. It's watery. delicious. <laughs> All right. So this place is partly owned by the team that you know from Rack Thai out of Westridge Shopping Centre. And how good's the food there? Uh, we are big fans of their magnificent food. Cecile and Nui from Rack Thai have teamed up with Cecile's brother Rafi to open this little Asian restaurant. And based on how good that is there at Rack Thai, I think this is going to be very popular very quickly. I think it will. And it's great for the Toowoomba CBD. As we said, it's just got a beautiful vibe in there at the moment. You'll be happy to know, Lee, that the beef Masaman curry is on this menu as well. Yes. Um, it's one of the, our favourites. And Karen An, it's a Filipino word. It means eatery or place to eat. Open this weekend in Margaret Street, just down from Gelatissimo. Go and try it out. All right. Look for the thatched awning and bamboo post right out the front. Try something delicious off their menu this weekend. It is fantastic to see our CBD coming alive and happening again. People are wanting to get out and about, enjoy our beautiful city. Great to see uh, that we are... as always, supporting local businesses. So please do that and check it all out on dinedarlingdowns.com.au, their social media pages as well. And we'll talk this time next week. Look forward to it. You cannot be serious! Yes, I'm serious. And if you ever needed a reason to visit Tassie, well, this is it. No trip to the Apple Isle would be complete without a stop-off at... The Puseum, a museum dedicated to the intriguing world of animal droppings. The Puseum has recently made the news after winning a lengthy battle with the local council to keep its unique signage, which depicts a penguin bending over during a bowel movement. I don't remember Morgan Freeman narrating that one. But of the penguins. Anyway, it had been removed two years ago over a lack of a permit. Puseum director Karen Koch saying, now I can get back to doing what I do best, teaching visitors about the fantastic world of animal poo. Oh, goody. The Puseum offers more than 50 information panels and 40 videos on touchscreens. Sorry, I'm not touching anything in a Puseum.
And just in case you were wondering how crazy those conspiracy theorists you see on social media really are, this should explain a lot. The town of Lytton in Canada was recently ravaged by one of its worst bushfires in history, and two people lost their lives. Lytton is home to Dr Charles Hoff, a family physician who gained some infamy for questioning the safety of COVID-19 vaccines. The Facebook nutters have hung him up as a poster boy and have started sprouting the usual unmitigated dribble that the vaccines are being used as mind control so Bill Gates can take over the world. So these intellectual giants descended on the town as it tried to come to terms with the devastation and loss of life so they could record videos of the fire escape to prove that the fire wasn't a fire. But wait for it, a giant laser beam used by Bill Gates to wipe out the town to punish it for being anti-vax. Anyways, the key to this plan is the giant laser. It was invented by the noted Cambridge physicist, Dr. Parsons. Therefore, we shall call it the Alan Parsons Project. You cannot be serious! <laughs> 